0: Time for us to check in with Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun this morning. Vaughn, are you also going to be getting on that bike with Rob Shaw?
1: So here's the thing, Simi. That was a very funny interview with him, by the way, that you just did. But here's the thing. I ride my bike every day for an hour, and I've been doing it for years. And I can't think the last time I missed a bike ride. So I'm well ahead of him on this. Uh, now, but, does,
0: but does your bike actually go anywhere? Well, like, are uh, you... that's
1: the catch, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's an exercise bike in my basement command. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> and, but I don't ride alone. I want it perfectly clear. My wife, Dale, rides her bike alongside of me. And we ride, as I say, for an hour every day. And some days she's ahead of me. So, um, no, I I, I got the bike riding thing down already. I, of course, uh, welcome Rob joining the ranks of cyclists. And being a real one, because <laughs> this thing is going to be actually going somewhere. And I can't wait for him to show up in the press gallery modeling the bike shorts. Neither so that's can I. It's going to be a big day. Make sure, in exchange for your assistance and encouragement, that he sends you a picture.
0: Oh, I've already I've specified many things. and I already made my donation, but I have specified some things that I want in return for
1: that. From so we'll follow his journey. Well, right now, there's posted picture, as you know, is him in the Darth Vader outfit standing behind Adrian <laughs> Dick. So it's going to be great seeing him bike shorts.
0: I love that, too. Okay, so make, make sure people can donate. Go to You can just Google the words Tour de Cure and Rob Shaw, and you can get the information there. Uh, but let's talk about what's going on in the world of politics as well this morning, Vaughn. Because, boy, this story, we've been talking about it for the last week, and it's changing, it feels like, every day.
1: Yeah, it is. So last Thursday, the government quietly introduced Bill 5, one paragraph long, and said this bill will assist the collective bargaining rights of government lawyers. Well, the lawyers said it did exactly the opposite. It limited what they could do, blocked them from forming their own union, forced them into a union they didn't want to join. And so there was a protest. But this is Thursday. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, the B.C. Federation of Labour came out and sympathized with the lawyers and said, you're not supposed to tell workers which union they can join. The government doesn't do that. Workers get to pick their own union. This is the NDP, for heaven's sakes. Amazing they had to be told that. Well, Tuesday, something very interesting happened. The government put Bill 5 on hold. We've been waiting all week for the debate on this thing to start, and it didn't start. Turns out the government went back to the lawyers and said, okay, let's talk about this. The lawyer said, Okay, but you gotta don't deal with that bill. You gotta, oh no, no, we'll we'll put it on hold. So they're talking. They're under a media blackout, which is usually serious, and it's not clear now that the government is going to have it out with its own lawyers anyway. But it's kind of embarrassing, Simi, that the new Democrats found themselves in this in the first place.
0: It is, uh, but I do find it like that's hopeful that they've decided yeah. that this is, needs a rethink.
1: Yeah, I mean. If they back off on this, and they might, I mean, back off and permanently withdraw the bill, then the interesting story will be, how did this get this far? Because the lawyers have said a couple of things. First of all, they were seeking certification as a union under a piece of legislation that the new Democrats themselves brought in, making it easier to unionize. Two years ago, the NDP changed the labor code so that you want to start a union your workers sign cards saying, I want to join. And the certification is pretty much automatic after that. So 70% of the lawyers signed these cards. So it ought to be slam dunk. The case was in front of the labor board. So the labor board certifies these things. The government preempted all that. And the lawyers say, you know, we talked to David Eby back when he was attorney general in 2018. And he said he wouldn't do this kind of thing to us. So it's really... A mystery, how this thing got as far as it did, how quickly it blew up in the government's face, and how quickly the New Democrats seem to have backed off.
0: It really is interesting on that one. So then what, what happens now?
1: Well, they're talking, and they're under a media blackout. So as I said, I mean, that's usually, if you want to get somewhere in a negotiation, that's what they do. So that's encouraging. I maybe they'll bring the famous Vince Reddy to to sort (laughs) this out. But it's interesting. It's also interesting to contrast this with the other thing we've been talking about, that standoff between the Indigenous-owned contractors on the Cowichan Hospital. They put up a picket line last fall protesting that the New Democrats were going to force their workers to join NDP-approved unions, and they said as autonomous Indigenous contractors and Indigenous people, they didn't want to have to do that. And the government sent the word, take down the picket line and we'll sort it out. Months later, the Indigenous contractors say it's still not sorted out, so with the lawyer's you get action in, well, just a few days. The bill was introduced a week ago, and they've been talking since Tuesday. So uh, clearly, maybe it was the fact that the B.C. Federation of Labor came out and reminded New Democrats of what they actually stand for, that they backed off quickly there. But uh, the, the, the showdown over unionization with the indigenous contractors the contractors say it's still not sorted out to their satisfaction.
0: All right. Since we're talking about things that change, I think we really have to talk about what a difference a new minister makes when it comes to the tourism ministry and how the approach to the museum is so different now.
1: It, that's really true. You know, last fall in December, when the premier appointed his new cabinet, he appointed a new tourism minister, Lana Popham, and she was the agriculture minister and everybody loved her there. And so it was like, why is she being moved there in the fine print of her ministry assignment was she's now in charge of the Royal BC Museum and she represents a riding in the provincial capital region. So she knows better than a lot of New Democrats. The backlash around here over the <clears throat> decolonizing drive that led to the third floor of the provincial museum being closed permanently, the New Democrats said, uh, Old Town, all the other exhibits uh, closed, and Then that whole plan to replace the museum that's been put on hold and all that. But the interesting thing is Popham is now, she's found her footing and she comes out and says to Les Lane, the Times colonist this week, I'd like to reopen Old Town. People miss Old Town. And she's speaking about her own constituents, right? Uh, And I want to see if we can find a way to do it. So that's a major change. We heard from the CEO of the museum back in January that Old Town, contrary to the initial reports, wasn't actually torn out. Some of the exhibits have been removed. Others are still there. So uh, Popham says she'd like to reopen it. Now, she hasn't given a timetable for that or anything, but it's clearly a change of direction because we were led to think Old Town was history. John Horgan dumped all over it and said, hey, you want to see an Old Town? Go to Barkerville, right? I mean, he was not sympathetic at all. The new minister clearly is.
0: That's such an interesting turn of events, though, too, and offering you a tour.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so Popham comes up to me in the hallway uh, late last week and to Keith Baldry of Global, our, our colleague, and she says, hey, would you like a tour of... Uh, the third floor of the museum, well, you know, media have been trying to get into the third floor since they mop all the whole thing, see what's there and what isn't, and suddenly the minister is offering, hey, come on, I'll show you around, right? Well, of course, we jumped at it, and a press gallery tour would be loads of fun. Uh, We get to see what's still there and what isn't, Uh, but she hasn't come up with a date yet, and the rumor mill in government says that while the minister is enthusiastic about reopening Old Town the CEO of the museum is not sure it's workable so uh, we don't have a date yet we don't have a date for reopening Old Town yet Uh, Popham has said that uh, Chinatown is still there the Chinese community in in Victoria helped design Chinatown and they said we'd like you to leave it the way it is so they have The train station, and if everybody remembers the train station, it was a crowd pleaser, especially with little kids. You'd sit in what seemed like a train waiting station, and you'd hear the sound of the train, and then the lights would come on, and they'd flash. It was hokey. Children loved it. That's gone.
0: Huh. Okay. Interesting. We've talked twice to the CEO of the museum in the last couple of weeks, and she seems very focused on just the whole consultation process right now.
1: Yes, but remember she was recruited, hired and appointed back when the NDP was in the midst of what the then minister Melanie Marks said right. was a drive to decolonize the museum. That they closed they closed the third floor exhibits and began removing stuff on very short notice. They told the public you got 2 months to see it all and it's gone forever. And they didn't even have a complete business plan approved or a design or a site plan for the replacement project. So that decolonizing drive was in full flight when she was appointed uh, CEO. So the rumor mill, as I said over here, is that uh, the minister, Lana Popham, and the museum CEO are not quite on the same page about how to proceed.
0: Interesting. All right, Vaughn, thank you.
1: Bye-bye, Simi.